0: Hello everyone, this is Jennifer Bryant, and welcome to the Practical Family Podcast, where we are building strong foundations and healthy homes. I'm so excited to introduce to you today a really special lady. We met her at the She Speaks Conference this past summer in North Carolina. Her name is Micah Maddox, and she is the author of a brand new book called Anchored In. Micah is going to share practical tips with us about how to remain anchored in to God when life does not go as we planned. She also will speak a little bit about her testimony, um, what she's included in the book as well, which is just great. I read through it this summer and I just couldn't put it down. So you are going to want to listen in and possibly share with a friend that you know who is maybe experiencing a particularly difficult time in their life. So join us today as we talk with Micah Maddox about how to be anchored in. Hello, Micah. Welcome to the Practical Family Podcast.
1: Hi, Jen. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you could join us all the way from the East Coast. You're in Virginia, right?
1: Right. Oh. Yes, it's just starting to turn here. The leaves are starting to turn beautiful colors. It's amazing.
0: Oh, what is that like? I've never lived in a state <laughs> where the leaves turn colors. <laughs> I grew up in California, now I'm in Hawaii. I, I know palm trees. That's all I know.
1: <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. You're missing out, girl. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it out there soon. Actually, we were on the East Coast this summer for the She Speaks conference through Proverbs 31 Ministries. She Speaks hosted, what was it, like seven, 800 women or something? And, yep. and that's where we met you this summer. It was amazing.
1: It was, I loved it.
0: Oh, so you are a first time author. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted to bring you on today, because you have written this fabulous book that I have read called Anchored In. Now, you are a mother of, uh, of young children.
1: Yes, I have four kids, ages two through 11, so I'm right in the thick of it.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, okay, so speaking of busy mamas, writing books, I mean, this is what She Speaks is all about. It, it, it equips women to share their passion, right? And, and there you go. You've done it. You, you've been going to She Speaks for a few years, and mm-hmm. you were inspired to write this book. What was yeah. that journey? What was that journey like for you?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I I went to She Speaks for the first time in 2015, and I went because I knew I had a message that God had put on my heart. This about living anchored in, and um, the reason I had that specific message on my heart is because I'd gone through some things in my life that just really caused me to caused me to kind of drift and to. I needed to seek God in a better way, in a stronger way, and I just felt like God was so far away. And so I went to She Speaks as I was going through this process of learning to live anchored in, and um, I, God just opened some doors for me, some amazing doors. And I signed with a literary agent, and a couple years later, here we are with a book. And um, <laughs> it's just, it's been amazing, just an amazing journey how God has brought me to this place.
0: Oh, well, we are so excited for you, Micah, and and it's amazing to to be able to to see uh, and to follow your journey this far and and because especially what Anchored In talks about this is this is more or less your testimony, isn't it? What God has brought you through. So this being your first book, that was a lot to put out there right away.
1: Yeah, it really um, it's really exposing, I guess you could say. And um, you know, I'm a pastor's wife, so. Mm. As a pastor's wife, a lot of times you're, you're very closed, and although you live in a glass house or so it feels, um, it's hard to really share the truth about what you're feeling or what you're going through when you're going through tough stuff, and for me... Um, I was dealing with some really some really heavy stuff. My husband um, came down with an unknown illness and we didn't know what was wrong with him. And he was in and out of the hospital and um, there, there was a time where the doctors were just like, we don't know if he's gonna make it. And here I was with my, at that time, three kids. And um, just really, I was struggling personally. And along with that, I was also dealing with some pain from my past. Uh, my dad was a pastor. And so I was born in a pastor's home. And um, when I was six years old, my dad walked out of my life and he left the church and he left our family. And, um, you know, that that leaves a scar, it leaves a mark. And I, I pushed that away and pushed that down for years and years. And,. At the same time as my husband was really struggling with his health, I began to also have to deal with these feelings that were resurfacing from my childhood of this abandonment that I had. And so this was a dark, a dark, dark season mm-hmm. that I was in, but through it, God taught me some things about living anchored. And about how he is the only anchor and how I couldn't find the wholeness and the freedom and that I was looking for in my earthly father. But I had to find it in my heavenly father. Mm. And that although my husband was um, severely ill, that no matter what happened, that God was going to be my provider, my protector. So there's some heavy stuff that I expose in the book. Um, and, you know, it's a little scary to step out and kind of open your heart up. But it's the path that God's taken me on, and I, I'll tell you what—it has already helped more people than I could have ever planned, or ever manipulated, mm-hmm. or planned. So, so to God be the glory for that, for sure.
0: Oh, for sure, yes. I mean, yes. The, these are heavy issues that that are at the core of family, and that's why, in Practical Family, when when our mission is to build strong foundations and healthy homes, it has everything to do with the roles that we play, right? And, and here you mm-hmm. are dealing with the abandonment of daddy, and then your husband, who is your ch- children's daddy, is, mm-hmm. is out for the count, and you're like, it's just me, Lord, what in the world? you know? And I really, mm-hmm. I really felt that when I was reading through your book about that, okay, this now. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: I could just fall down right now and, mm-hmm. and give up, or I can cling to something
1: Bigger, Mm
0: -hmm. and so so. Let's talk about that. So then, how does your relationship with the Lord affect your role as wife and mother?
1: Mm. You know, it's such a powerful question, such a loaded question, (laughs) and it's 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 a great question because um, it's directly my relationship with God is directly linked with my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my children, when I'm not in sync with the Lord, when I'm not focusing on him, when my relationship with him is, um, you know, not being tended to, then my relationship with my husband, with my kids is strained and it's, it's a direct link. There's just no way to, to separate them or divide them. We can, you know, try to be a good mom and try to be a good wife and do life in our own strength, but we're going to end up in the same place every time we're going to end up frustrated. We're going to end up burnout because it's just hard. Life's just hard. (laughs) But when, when we find God as our anchor And then when we focus on Him as our anchor, we are able to walk through these difficult seasons of life, um, you know, unharmed, unscathed. And it's not that it's easy. (laughs) A lot of people think, you know, oh, if we just live anchored in, then my life will be easy. It's not that it's easy, but it's that we find peace. Amidst all the problems and we're able to be the kind of mom we want to be even when we don't have strength because our strength isn't found in ourselves. Our strength is found in God.
0: Mm, Amen. So, so is it really about doing them? I mean, is because it's something that that women that that busy moms and wives struggle with a lot. Is that well, am I not doing enough? Am I not reading my Bible mm-hmm. enough? Am I not praying enough? I mean, you, you talk mm-hmm. about that in the book as well. As far as well, what what does it look like to cultivate a relationship with the Lord that's going to keep me anchored? Like,
1: mm-hmm. it, is it
0: really about doing more because? I can't do more right now. (laughs) Right. What does this mean? Like Christianity doesn't have to be this burden, does it?
1: No, definitely not. And that's, I think we miss it. You know, our, our culture of Christianity, there's so many resources out there about how to do it right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And really it's, it's really not about doing more. So many times it's about doing less. Mm. It's about, putting all the extra stuff aside and saying, I can say no to this and Mm -hmm. it's okay. Because if we don't ever say no to anything, then we, we won't be able to say yes to the right things. Right. Lisa Turkers has an awesome book, the best. Yes. And it's it's so true. It's like, we've got to be able to say no to some things so that we can say yes to the best thing. Um, and so I think that as, as moms, we, it's okay to say no to all the activities it's okay to say, not all the activities, but it's okay to say no to some of those things that are extra. It's okay to say no to our calendar once in a while. When we look at it and it's just cram-packed, we've got to take some of those things out. And when we try to do more for God, when we're trying to please Him by checking a list in the morning and saying, i read my Bible and I prayed today, we're missing it. We, we totally missed it. The real way to cultivate that close relationship with God is to acknowledge Him throughout our day. Mm. So, you know, the psalmist says, morning, noon, and night will I pray. And I that just helps me so much because it reminds me, you know what, it's not about doing my devotions in the morning or about reading my Bible so I can check a box or about doing my Bible study so I can show up and all my blanks are filled. Thank it's you. It's really about acknowledging the presence of God throughout our day, seeing Him in those little, small, moments and allowing that to be enough allowing God to be who he is without us trying to make him something more he is enough Mm. and yet we do more to try to cultivate some type of emotional response but really just his presence is is enough
0: Mm -hmm. Mm, that's so that's so good Micah uh now that overwhelm that you're talking about that that we tend to often do to ourselves because we put the, the things on ourselves, all the things, all the commitments, all the stuff, mm-hmm. you know,
1: maintaining
0: mm-hmm. the stuff. I mean, you know, we talk about this a lot of practical family, what simple living actually is. And it is what you said. It's doing less. It's mm-hmm. being committed to less. Now, what, what are the different responses that we can have as wives and mothers to lessen that stress that the unforeseen circumstances can bring. So like, you know, stuff happens out of nowhere, stuff that we didn't even do to ourselves. It doesn't have right. to do with our own stress. Things like this, like what would happen to your husband, what, you know, mm. the choices that other people make, what can we do to lessen the stress and not sort of live in that victim mentality that you talked about in the book?
1: Yeah, you know, this is, this is a hard one too because our natural reaction is to react and it's it's so it's just our natural it's something something happens you know the bomb drops and we just react and we go into this mom mode of control and we want to fix it and we want to make it better and um we really have to learn to change the way that we perceive things that we look at things we have to change our perspective and it's not something that just all of a sudden happens overnight. We have to change our thinking. And, um, there's something I say in the book that, um, transformational thinking comes when I see truth instead of trauma. Mm. And I really think that's the key to it. It's when that trauma comes, when we're able to look beyond the trauma into the truth of God's word, that's when we are able to have the right response to those big things that happen in life. We're not always going to get it right. We're going to mess up. So we got to give ourselves some grace. You mm. know, when we blow up or we fly off the handle or we um, just have a crazy emotional response to something, we got to be self- able to give ourselves some grace and to back up and say, okay, wait a second. The truth here is that God has given me everything that I need to be the mom that I need to be. Mm. And the best thing I can do right now is to just love my kids to just train my kids, to be a good example to my kids and let them know, hey, when bad things happen, God still loves us. And, you know, my daughter asked me just this morning, mommy, why do, why do bad things happen to good people? Oh, and, oh. and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's such a hard question to answer. You know, it's such a hard question to answer, especially for their mm. little, their little minds. It's hard for adults. Yes. So you know, for a child, it's even, it's even harder to explain or to express because there's not really a good answer. Um, but the best answer that I can come up with is, you know, it's, everything happens for God's glory. And so if God can get glory out of this bad thing, then we're going to give him all the glory that he can get. Because truly, Jen, if I were to look back, you know, Anchored In is a result of a bad thing. <laughs> sure, exactly. Right? Yes. So there wouldn't be a book called Anchored In if it weren't for these bad things that had happened. But now, I mean, there's hundreds of women that have been encouraged to to press on and to anchor their lives in Jesus because of a bad thing. And so these we, as women if we can change our perspective to see that truth beyond the trauma that's when we will get it that's when we will change our our reactions to those big bad terrible things that happen
0: mm. amen truth instead of prom instead of trauma our pastor often says that we can see um, our problems through the grid of our God, or God through mm-hmm. through the grid of our problems, and yeah. and it's it's everything to do with perspective. It really is. Now, I I love that <clears throat> because you were able to see your trauma, grab a hold of it, and say, "This is how good God has been
1: mm-hmm.
0: in this in this story." Now, I mean, what would you say to to women who have been through? trauma and how they can use that i mean they they may or may not write a book like you did not everybody right you know goes you know the same route in that but how can they take that and just actively transform that into something that will actually be inspiring instead of debilitating
1: yeah you know it's it's hard because every person is at a different place in their trauma if you will you know Mm -hmm. so you know a lot of people have experienced tough things i would i would almost dare say everybody's has something in their life some might be on a smaller scale some on a larger scale but everybody has something Mm -hmm. that they could say is um traumatic you know it it could be anything from a high school breakup all Mm -hmm. the way down the line to something huge um in -hmm. their life but what i would say to that woman is number one number one you're not alone And although my situation is not going to be the same, and although I'll never experience or really truly understand every level of grief or trauma that you've experienced, we all have something. Um, the second thing I would say is, you know, in, in that we, we have a choice to make Mm -hmm. and we can, we can choose to be the victim Mm -hmm. and and some might say, well, it wasn't my choice. I was the victim. You know, I am the victim and, and I get it. And they're, they're still in the grieving process of trauma. But when we get to the place where we can look at it and we can say, you know what, this happened to me, but there's gotta be a reason for this. And I'm willing to give God a chance mm. i and willing to give give God a chance to use this. When we get to that point, that's when we are ready To experience the victory of Jesus and you know we may not see it right away we may not experience there may not be a book or any fanfare you know but I'll tell you this I experienced victory well before a book was ever published Um, and so I I would look that woman in the eye and say hey it's it's not about a book it's not about all that but there's got to be one person in your life that you can help find that person that you Can pour into that you can tell your story to and say, Hey, this is what God has brought me through, this is what God has done for me. And when you get to that point, there's nothing like helping someone else. Mm. And when you do that, you see God's glory in it because there's no one else on this earth that could take something bad and make it good. You know, He takes beauty, He takes ashes and makes it beautiful. Mm. And so realize you're not alone realize there's someone that needs your story and then realize that God is working whether we see it or not you know whether we can see the outcome or not God has a purpose for it it's like the the man that was born blind in the Bible I think it's in Luke and the disciples bring him to Jesus and they say hey who sinned was it this man that was born blind or was it his parents and Jesus said, no, 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 nobody sinned here, but the reason this happened is that the Father might be glorified, and, and Jesus heals the blind man, and Jesus, you know, is glorified, and God is glorified through it. And I think that's that's where we've got to be able to look at our own stories like that. It's not that anybody sinned. It's not that we're being judged. It's that God is going to get the glory through our stories.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, I love that. I love that biblical story that that paints such the picture of of the Lord's will, his plan that we Mm -hmm. don't see, but we can absolutely trust because he He heals. He heals because he loves us. It's a heart of compassion that that draws us to him. And that's that's the beautiful thing. Oh, Mm
1: -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so
0: Micah, what practical tips do you have for for those mothers in that place? maybe they feel like the victim right now or Mm -hmm. like they can't even get in control of their own life. What are some Mm -hmm. practical tips you can give for how they can develop a deeper relationship with the Lord right where they are?
1: You know, a a relationship with God is kind of like diet and exercise.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We, we
1: (laughs) We all know that we need it, but it just takes some work. And sometimes it takes more work than we're willing to put in. And, and I don't want to say that a relationship with God is so hard and so difficult. Cause I think we complicate it sometimes, mm, sure, but, sure. but what I, what I mean is we know what to do. We have the resources. We, we know the main thing would be, you know, I need to read God's word. I need to pray. I need to have community and have people that keep me accountable. We know those things. Those are things that we're taught often. Um, but, when it comes down to it, you know, I've gotta to decide today what I'm gonna to do tomorrow. Okay. So with, just like a diet and exercise, you know, you've gotta go and you've gotta buy that food at the grocery store and you've gotta plan and you've gotta either buy that gym membership or, or the tennis shoes or whatever it is that you need for that plan. It's the same, I feel like, with our spiritual relationship. We've gotta plan for tomorrow and we've gotta know that, hey, when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm not going to go back into my old ways and pull the covers up over my head and play the victim card and, you know, let the kids just, you know, totally run over me. I'm going to get up tomorrow and tomorrow the plan is to and then make your plan, whatever that might be. It's different for everyone. It may be for you, you know, reading one proverb a day or one psalm a day or one verse or using a devotional book or attending a Bible study. I don't know what it is for anyone and I wouldn't want to tell someone specifically, you know, God wants you to do this, but I would say, God wants you to do something to cultivate that relationship. Do something. So do do that, do that one thing, plan for it and then execute it and do it. And you know, if you miss it and you mess up, you know, you can't just throw it out the window and say, I see, I just can't do it. It's too hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Plan for it again and do it again. And then don't look at it like a box you got to check off. Mm-hmm. You know, so often we do that. We just want to check the box. I did my Bible study. God must be with me. And I'm all good. Look at it as, you know, a daily relationship. If you're in a relationship with someone that you talk to frequently, there's going to be texts coming through constantly, you know, whether that's, you know, a daily text or a weekly text or, you know, sometimes you have people that you text several times a day. And there's a conversation there. It's the same with God. There's got to be a conversation there. He speaks to us through his word, and we speak to him through our prayers. And um, I think if women can plan for tomorrow, wake up and execute it, and think about it throughout their day, not just that one moment of the day, but think about God throughout their day, that's when they will truly begin to see a change and a difference in their life.
0: Mm. Oh, well, thank you, Micah, for that. Thank you for giving us practical advice in that and yes, no, it's not about the checklist. It's not about I have to right mm-hmm. like building a relationship with anyone you 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 want to you, you you want to talk to them and call them but but you're not going to want to if you don't trust them, right Just right. like with our friends and our relationships we there has to be a trust there, and how right. does the trust come if we don't know them and see their character and that's what we talk to women about here, even in our small groups that Mm -hmm. that you you cultivate that relationship by by being there by knowing by listening to other people like you like what we're doing right now on the podcast listening to other people testify to the goodness Mm -hmm. of god yes you can trust him because he's good even in the most difficult circumstances
1: Right. right oh
0: well yeah micah thank you so much again you've been listening to the practical family podcast and we're interviewing author and speaker micah maddox She wrote a wonderful book called Anchored In, Experience a Peaceful Life in a Problem-Filled World. Now, what an amazing promise that is, and she does deliver in terms of pointing you to the God who gives us incredible peace in the midst of really hard things. One of my favorite quotes from this book, we just finished talking about the victim mentality, it says, if I view myself as a victim, I will continually be victimized. But if I view myself as God's child, I will continually feel victorious. And God has helped me to change my perspective. God can help you too. Mm -hmm. And that's our message today. So practical family, listeners, thank you for joining us. Again, you can find Micah Maddox at micahmaddox.com. And she actually has a free printable for you there on her website called 5 Days to finding peace in the unknown. So go to her website. We'll have all the links in our show notes as well, but make sure to check her out. Also find her on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Thank you so much for joining us today, Micah.
1: Thanks for having me, Jen.
0: Well, what an encouraging conversation. I just love talking with Micah. She's got so many great nuggets and wisdom for mothers, for wives. She's certainly been through a lot and wants to share that message with you. So don't forget to pick up a copy of Anchored In. I actually got my copy on my Kindle Paperwhite, which I can take anywhere and store all kinds of books. So I'll put a link in that on the show notes as well. But you can download straight to your Kindle. You can also purchase through her website directly at micamatics.com. Michael will also be speaking at our One Love Ministries Women's Retreat this year. Our theme is called Rooted in Love, so her Anchored in theme will just fit perfectly as she comes to encourage ladies on the island of Oahu as we retreat up to the North Shore at the end of November. So I will put links into that as Well, if you happen to be on Oahu during that time, please sign up and come to the retreat. Otherwise, you can find Micah on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. You can also find practicalfamily.org by visiting there, and our podcast page is there up on the website. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest, so Feel free to share through your social media channels. And don't forget to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so that you know when the next podcast is coming out. Well, thank you so much, families. It's just been a pleasure being able to speak into your life today. Thank you for joining us. We know that your time is precious and valuable. And thank you for encouraging us as we encourage you to build strong foundations and healthy homes.